and blessings family it is the ratchet righteous goddess that's up them chakras make sure you follow the podcast anywhere you can find the podcast at d-e-m-c-h-a-k-r-a-s make sure you follow me over there on instagram for your motivational minute each and every other getting around to a weekday and make sure you follow me on twitter uh, where you receive way more ratchet than you ever with righteous at d-e-m-c-h-a-k-r-a-s hey y'all hey if nobody's told you today please let me be the first to say that i like you and i love you and family, I miss y'all. I do. I really miss y'all. And I miss being behind the microphone and being in front of all my software and just talking to my mentor about podcast stuff and just so much. Um, so much has been going on in my life. Before I get any further into the episode, I just want to thank each and everybody um, who has reached out to me and who has given me words of encouragement and advice and small tokens of love and appreciation. Um, if you don't know without oversharing. I lost my great-grandfather and my grandmother. So my great-grandfather, and then separately, I lost my grandmother um, from two different sides of my family um, within a month of each other. So my my great-grandfather passed away June the 18th, and my grandmother passed away three days ago. So it's it's been very difficult um, emotionally, and then I've just been going through, you know, little things, especially during the retrograde. It was just a lot going on very emotional time for me um but I've been hopeful and I've been keeping my head above water and doing things that make me happy and spending time with family and friends you know as much as possible I've been going to social distancing yoga with my mom and my little sister it's been a good time it's been very refreshing for me to get out of the house and just to do little things and to be around other people and be able to interact with other energies that are positive and loving and kind and just to talk to you guys as often as we do. I know that I'm not on social media as often anymore, but that's really just because I'm trying to focus and trying to get my mental together so that I don't go into like a, a depression. A, you know, I don't I don't want to I don't even want to bring that out. I don't even want to bring that into the universe. I'm not going to go through that. What else has been going on? Um, That's really about it. Just a lot of transitionings of life in my family and people having babies and people getting engaged it's it's a lot it's a lot of good things going on but at the same token it's a lot of sad things going on I won't call them bad things a lot of sad things going on work is still work all that good jazz and um chakra body care is it's it's not taking a hiatus it's just with everything going on i can't put the proper intention into the product so i don't want to make product i do have product available that was made before all of this stuff went down so if you guys are interested in purchasing that visit me at d-e-m-c-h-a-k-r-a-s.com to shop shackle body care it is your body oils and your body butter needs that help aid in self-care um all made with aromatherapy blends to help the body feel good and that way when your skin looks good you can feel good so there's multiple things for uh, both kings and queens, gods and goddesses to check out on the website. The affirmation cards are still available. T-shirts are still available. All those things are still available for those individuals who were asking me about Patreon and things of that nature. That's just not my lane. I don't think that it'll be my lane at any point. Um, and that's not something I'm willing to apologize for that I feel like I need to apologize for. It's just I really don't I don't know what kind of content I would put there. If there's anything that you guys are interested in seeing from me, please make sure that you guys email me. I always put my email address below. Or just hit me up on um, 
on any type of social media platform. Let me know what you want to see from me, podcast-wise, merchandise-wise, anything. Anything that I can do for y'all within reason with my mindset being the way that it is, I will definitely attempt to deliver it to you with the greatest amount of integrity, light, and love that I can. Again, if nobody's told you today, please let me be the first to say that I like you and I love you. And I just thank y'all for supporting me and rocking with me and being there for me. And shout out to all those amazing people who have reached out to me during this time and who have even come to see me, who have popped up on me, who have FaceTimed me. Shout out to the dope creators, D, B, and T. I love y'all. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you to life. I love you. I love you. I love you. Shout out to my partner. I love you. I love you. Shout out to my sunshine. I love you. I love you. Shout out to my family. I love you. 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 And I ask that you guys just send out the good energy for me and my tribe and the people that are in my space. And I promise to do the same in return when I have the energy to spare. Now, with all that being said, I have so much that I wanted to have an opinion about and I wanted to get behind the microphone and talk about and I wanted to do so many different things and I did not have the energy to do so. However, there have just been um, so many different things that have been aggravating my spirit lately that I felt the need to kind of get behind a microphone and share my opinion because that what the, that's what this platform is for. Alongside just sharing what I've learned about myself and in this matter and what I'm getting ready to speak on. And just just the overall idea of how angry it makes me. And if you guys don't know um, about what I'm talking about. So I want to say maybe it's like a week ago. Let me preface this by saying that I don't keep up on current events at all. Okay. Like anything to do with entertainment, like love and hip hop style stuff, reality, anything. It's not really, you know, my vibe. It, unless it's somebody who I really like, I really fuck with. Um, so with that being said, let me just tell you this right now. I did not watch the entire interviews, so I'm only going based off of the information that I have gathered just in multiple things, um, multiple resources such as Twitter, social media, any social media platform alongside a couple articles that I've read. In reference, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the whole August Alcina, Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith situation. And from that, we'll get into this week's discussion. So first of all, let me say this. I think that it is really fucked up how how Jada Pinkett Smith handles this whole situation. I don't like the Red Table Talk at all. I don't like it as a show. I don't like the premise to the show. I don't like the um I don't like the asking of permission for people to bear their 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 skeletons almost. I don't I don't feel like Jada Pinkett Smith is the right representation to be inviting people to come anywhere to try to heal or move or express or um, give their side of the story for anything. I don't feel like she's the proper representation for that because she does not have that type of spirit. That I don't think that that's her spirit. I feel like Jada Pinkett Smith is meant to give you this raw energy as it comes. You know, I think that what she embodies is just raw. I don't think that it's, I can't necessarily say that it's real. When, when it, when I say real, I speak of integral. I speak of honest. I can't tell you that it's that, but what I can tell you is that what she gives you is raw and what she gives you is organic. And that is what I've always admired about her is that whatever she gave 
you or whatever I felt, whatever energy I felt like was radiating for whatever project or anything that she was a part of. It was a very raw project. It was a very organic project. It was a very, um, self-made project. And I feel like that's what she is. I feel like she's a self-made individual and I have the utmost respect for her in that and being somebody who was self-made. What I don't have respect for is the way that she handled this entire situation. I don't even like the way that August Alcina handled the situation. However, I know that people who are healing and people that are moving forward from things or people who are trying to grow uh, and things are still bothering them about their past, they have the tendency to do these things. When they have an opportunity to really speak to somebody in a space in which they feel comfortable, they'll bear it all. And whether or not it was Angela Yee's intention to, you know, drive as much traffic as it did, because that's exactly what it did. Um, I don't think that she knew what, what actually was going to come from this. And even if she did know, I can't, I don't want, I'm not going to speak for anybody. I ain't nobody's fucking publicist, but I don't like, I just don't like the way this entire situation was handled. I don't like the fact as though Angela Yee is the person that August Alcina felt comfortable with within an interview. I don't know if he was thinking of it in a comfortability in reference to this is going to be one of the only opportunities I have to really like, you know, bear it all for people you know for people to actually listen to it kind of in like a a larger platform than his Instagram or his Twitter whatever or does he really have a certain type of friendship or bond with Angela Yee to the point where he could actually you know bear witness to his that shadow work that he was doing right then and there when there are other people involved I, I can understand wanting to bear it all but there are times where I feel like things need to be permissed like people should be granting permission and I feel like in the situation that they were talking about even though August Alcina is a victim I would have liked for them to well let me not say that because a part of me is just like I don't I I don't I find all of it to be kind of pointless in reference to how it all played out um but I I guess what I'm trying to say is or what I feel like I'm trying to say is that I wish that August Alcina would have he kind of would have left that out And I feel like I wish that he had spent more time with that by himself before he tried to, or before he bared that fruit to the world. Like that's a lot, but with Jada's predatory behavior and the way that she went about things and the way that she did things, I can only imagine what was done in privacy. I watched the um the play Hamilton recently on Disney Plus. If you guys don't have Disney Plus, please get Disney Plus and watch Hamilton. It is so good. There's a uh, song within the the musical called um in the room where it happens, and basically it's a conversation between Alex Burr basically trying to speak on what what is assumed to have happened in the room with Alexander Hamilton, Thomas Jefferson, and several other cabinet members in reference to getting his um his idea for the the finance department of the United States passed. And the song basically says, you know, there are all these assumptions, there's all there's all these sides of the story, but nobody, you know, but no one was in the room where it happened. You know, so there's nobody to bear witness to this. There's nobody to that everybody has a deniability here because they're choosing to, but there's not one person who was in that room that is completely, you know, biased or unbiased to the situation that, you know, can really say what happened. So I feel like there's always, you know, multiple sides to a story, depending on how many parties are involved. And I really just wish that this was something that was done in a safer space. 
without Jada Pinkett Smith feeling like she had to say anything. Will Smith, I don't really have too much of an opinion about. I can just see the pain in that man's eyes and that he's been patient enough as her partner. Being in a partnership with somebody, like I'm in a life partnership. I don't like to call it a relationship because we do more than fuck. Um, being in a in a life partnership with somebody and really having somebody by your side means so much. And it means that what I'm willing to do with you is I'm willing to, to be a hundred percent open and a hundred percent honest. And I need for you to have my back. And if I'm wrong, tell me that I'm wrong. And I feel like I, again, I don't know what the fuck has happened in their relationship. I don't know. Everybody has secrets. Everybody has, you know, things that are done in private, which as celebrities, they are, you know, as celebrities don't have the same amount of um, privacy that we do as just, you know, regular civilians, they have so many people in their business. So I think that, and with them being such a high profile couple, this type of stuff happens. My thing with Will Smith is just, I think what he thought when he went in behind those cameras is that, you know, she's my life partner. She's going to, she's going to say what the fuck happened. And, and she's going to be, honest about this because it's already out i'm almost certain that august and will are on the same page like this is that is the shit that happened like yeah that's what happened you feel me like this fucked up i don't like jada's approach i don't like her approach i don't like what she said it was some real future-esque answers it was very pageant very political we were in an entanglement and sidebar Anybody who's using entanglement to their benefit, like putting that shit on t-shirts and shit, that shit's weird to me. I'm just putting that out there. I'm just saying some people might find it funny. Some people, I think that shit is really weird to me. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, This whole discussion of like an entanglement and trying to downplay what it really was. It's like you disregard this man as a man. Like that's what he, he really loved you. And you're basically making it seem like he was just this young boy that you could do whatever you want with. And that's what made you feel good. And she was saying that, and I don't like the way that people twisted her words around either, because when she was speaking about not feeling good, she was speaking about it during the time of their separation. She not once made the statement that at this point now in her life on the date that that aired and you know like days before that that she wasn't happy in her life partnership with will what she was stating was that during the time that the separation was occurring she hadn't been happy in a long time and i don't like that play on words either that i don't like the play on words that people place on her my biggest issue with her is that in all of what you're saying what you're basically telling us is that you used this boy to feel good even in the midst of everything that he was experiencing when he came to you all he came to you guys kind of as a saving grace looking for you all to be good samaritans in reference just to loving him it didn't have anything to do with a sexual uh, relationship it didn't have anything to do with a uh, relationship that was brewing between him and jada but when that started to happen when they kind of got close with each other when jada inserted herself into his life as a possible partner you know somebody that he could really fuck with that's what he did but in my opinion, and just kind of looking at it and hearing what August was saying, August Alcina was saying, it sounds like Jada Pinkett kind of came in like, listen, he's going through something rough right now. I'm going to love him in this. And, and that she started to pity him. And that was the kind of love that she gave him. And I don't ever, I personally would never want to be in a relationship with somebody or be in a partnership or even be just fucking on somebody who pities me when I really love them. You know, don't tolerate me. Don't pity me because of my position and anything admire my strength in the situation that 
I'm experiencing now and let that be one of the multiple reasons why you love me. Let, let that be, you know, the lesson in love here. I don't want it to feel like, well, I came in kind of like Belle and you're my beast and you, you know, like you, you love me that way. I don't like that. And that made me very uncomfortable and it made me upset almost. And it made me think about how predatory women are to men and how excused it is. There are so many women making so many excuses for Jada Pinkett Smith right now. And really making it seem like she did nothing wrong. And to make it seem like, you know, it's it's okay. This is the same way niggas do us. Niggas don't want to claim us. Niggas don't want to say, you know, that, you know, that they weren't in anything serious with us. So this is just the game being played backwards. I never understood, even in my life when I did it, why we fight fire with fire to create a bigger flame. When... In all actuality, wouldn't I want to be the party that extinguishes this confrontation, this problem here so that I don't have to deal with it anymore because this is taking time away from me and things that I could be doing. You know, I want to be able to, to be this, 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 I don't want to say peaceful person, of course, peace, but I want to be your partner. Like I want to be the person by your side. I don't want you to be in front of me holding my hand. I don't want to be walking behind you, you know, feeling like you're you're leading the way and I don't have any say in this and I'm just this lost individual just letting you be my guide like I don't I don't want that I want to feel like we're in this together when there's questions we doing this like that's what it is and if all you were looking for was a relationship with that man then that's what you should have said and that's what I don't get the same way that women want something from a man we're not willing to gift men that at times which causes us to have that karma placed right back on us you know they say like well when a when a man is good sometimes a woman misses out on that because she's you know she's been scorned so many times that she doesn't know how to treat him but at the same token and understanding that you've been through this before wouldn't that give you even just an ounce of empathy to make it so that you wouldn't want to do this to anybody else and I'm not even talking about with a, a man that has been deemed a good man I'm just talking about with anybody in general you know one person with another and then when you see that somebody's not loving you correctly or they're bringing that fire they're bringing that smoke to you why would you want to bring additional issues to that when in all actuality you could just dead it you know, like I, I just, I didn't like that. And what August was doing, I don't think that August was trying to bring fire. So maybe that's uh, an a, um, inappropriate or an improper analogy for this, but that's really the first thing that came to mind. I honestly don't think that August Alcina was trying to bring anything to their door. You know, what I think it was, is like I said before, he's in the midst of some shadow work and he's really just trying to bear it all he's trying to move on he's trying to get through things and I saw a small snippet where he was saying that this is like you know screwing with opportunities for him and things of that nature I don't know if the Smiths are those type of people that kind of feel like they can blackball people in an industry if they are those type of people that's crazy as fuck to me but okay I just haven't really heard too much from August Alcina because of his multiple health issues and I hope that all is well in his life and I you know I'm wishing nothing but abundance and just amazing things and healing energies for him I want him to be able to heal and move from this but I also want Jada Pinkett Smith to understand that you don't do this to people and you damn sure don't bring your husband or your your life partner excuse me you don't bring your life partner on television or you know onto the internet where everybody can see and embarrass not only him but yourself you know, like that's embarrassing as fuck. And anybody who is advocating for a woman that will embarrass not only her life partner, but somebody who apparently she had something real with that she's trying to discredit, that makes you simple as well. I don't agree with that. I think that is such 
negative behavior and the way that she went about dating August and downplaying that is so fucking predatory upon somebody's feelings. Like don't, don't, don't do that. You know, like don't, don't deal with me and, and fuck my heart chakra up and then just leave completely. And now my solar plexus is all out of whack and it, it, it does something to a person. And I don't think that people ever really, really think too far into what the behaviors after the fact can do to a person, you know, closure again, isn't mandated, but the way that you end things in the event that you have a, a, uh, a foundation or a, a level playing field to end things amicably, let's do that, you know, and who's to say that it didn't end amicably, but I don't think that it did. If this shit is happening after the fact, I think that in all actuality, Jada Pinkett Smith needs to dead red table talk. She needs not to bring anybody else to that table because that table now has a lot. I feel like it's always had a lying energy there, but she has now um, phased into that energy. And now that's just who she is. And I feel like she lacks a lot. She lacks accountability. She lacks um, charge in her life. She lacks change. In reference to wanting to move past shit, she lacks empathy, she lacks sympathy, and all of these things. And I feel like the Red Table Talk is just for that. It's for place, it's a place for people to come and to falsify and to just kind of act as, you know. But w- with a with a sad twist to it, you know. There's always a an allegation or something being put in place when people come to the Red Table Talk. So I feel like that is the place where you, you know, you kind of give your alibi and you kind of it's a pity party. Like it's the Red Table pretty pity party all the time you know like that's where people come to kind of share their side but nothing good has ever come from that you know and a lot of people to be honest the only people that I've ever seen really come to the red table or when I see those episodes are people that they have some type of involvement with you know bring somebody to the table that you don't really know shit about so that you can be you know biased to the or unbiased to the situation and you can hear both sides she get on there she get to asking questions about shit that she already know or just reiterating the same thing that they've said they've already admitted to this you know but you didn't bring your ass on there and say anything you fucked up so bad they made a remix out of your motherfucking words like your life partner had to correct you you tried to call it an entanglement and he called it what it was a relationship and as women if I could just grant any woman who feels like this is appropriate any piece of advice I want you to understand that in anything that you do with any man going forward in the event that the energy that you bring to him is one of being unsure of what shit is always going to be and downplaying yourself in that situation do not be surprised when he downplays the situation as well Make it what it is. Open up your mouth and say what you mean to say. Say those things. I can't give that advice to men because I'm not a man. And I don't know how many men feel like it's applicable to their life where they can take that on. But I know that a lot of times somebody who's in the same form as you and somebody who... um who kind of moves a lot like you in a lot of ways. I am a woman, so I can ask to, you know, that you receive this with the intention that I intend for you to, to stop lying and stop falsifying and stop hiding shit. Say what you mean to say, say it out your mouth, open your mouth and tell people what it is that you feel. Don't downplay it when you start to feel it. Don't downplay it even after it's over. It wasn't a little anything. It hurt, you know, it hurt. And if that is applicable to any man that is listening to this as it graces your ears, may it find your heart with the intent that I plan for it to, or I intend for it to, and just allow yourself to feel what you feel. Do not downplay your emotions and your situations with people, knowing that it was something more than what you're saying it was. Don't do that. I, I, that, so quick story time. I didn't need, where the energy flows, it flows, right? Quick story time. Um, last year I was dealing with a gentleman, you know, and I, when I tell y'all I love this man, I love, and 
I'm one of those people, I'm like a hopeless romantic, so I fall fast. But I didn't love him as my man. I loved him as a man. Like, he was really somebody in my life who was, like, really making me feel good. And I really felt like something good was going to blossom from them. Our entire encounter with each other was downplayed the entire time behind my back. And then when it came time for him to be to for me to hold him accountable, he downplayed it in my face as well. Where I fucked up at is that I accepted the downplay and then I applied the downplay to the situation where it was something more. I was feeling something more than you feel me just just what it was and it's because of the things that were said and the things that we did and the you know like the 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 couple of moments that we shared with each other I should have seen a lot through the rose colored glasses that I had like I just should have broke them bitches and saw for what it was so there are things that I took as special that he took as just minor shit but I can say that I communicated with him every time I felt something different and to receive that the feelings were mutual but to know that in public it wasn't you know like people were saying you know what he was saying to the public to people within our circle and things that that hurt me the most so I can only imagine what anybody else would feel knowing that that's what I felt and knowing that I'm this person with this I don't give a fuck attitude a lot of the time the one thing that I hate to be is discredited and I hate to be downplayed because I love people so hard and I love with a certain type of light in me that this cannot be downplayed. When I love you and when I tell you that I love you, I love you. I love you and I'm willing to do anything for you within reason. Nothing that's going to take from me or deplete from me or make me feel less than if I have to do for you something that I'm willing to lose in the event that I'm not able to get that back from you, even in time, energy, whatever, tangible items, whatever. I don't ever want to feel like it wasn't what it was when we both said that that is exactly what it is, if that makes sense. I don't ever want to to ever go through that again. I don't ever want anybody to experience as It's going to happen because that's what people do in life when people just don't see eye to eye. But I feel like in the situation that I'm speaking about in reference to my situation and the situation that August Alsina and Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith had going on, I feel like in the two situations there, it was that... There was one party in this with predatory behavior that was preying upon somebody that they saw with a good heart. Not to take from them intangible items, but to take from them in attention, to take from them in love, to take from them to fill a void in some way. But to downplay it after everything was said and done, like that person didn't do anything for you, like it was just something minor, like they were a groupie or a side nigga or a side bitch, when that's not what it was. That's not what was being said. That's not what what you were telling me was being felt. That is fucked up. So... I ask that you consider never downplaying a situation, never downplaying your emotions, never downplaying the situation and the instance that you're experiencing. Say what it is that you want to say about the, the situation. Say it to that person and then hold them to their word. Hold them accountable. If they're telling you that the feelings are mutual and that they feel exactly how you feel, hold them to each of those words and ask them to elaborate. Elaborating is is really saving a lot of people a lot of time and a lot of energy. Ask people to elaborate. Now, going forward in this conversation, because I talked about that for way longer than what I thought I was going to, I wanted to talk about the vulnerability and being empowered. And I think that, I think that in, in 2020, there's such a guard down because we're so numb now. I, well, let me speak for myself. I'm so numb now that there are so many little crevices within me that people could probably come in and 
influence me rather easy if I did not have the mindset that I have, the the autopilot that I have to kind of, you know, duck and dodge fuck shit and to kind of stay to myself. So because my regular autopilot, you know, mantra or mindset is just to stay the fuck over here, it allows me to not be so easily influenced by outside energy, you know, and just outside people in general. And a lot of what I'm a lot of what I'm talking about has to do with celebrities um, or just well-known people in general, like these people-appointed positions where, you know, like that cancel culture, how people appoint you the same way they cancel you, that culture of people is what I'm really referring to here. And I've seen it more often than than not with like single mothers and just single women in general. I don't know too much if it happens with single men. I don't know too many single men, so I can't really say, nor do I follow a lot of, you know, like single men and really pay attention to, excuse me, their feeds or anything like that. Um, widowers, uh, more so women than anything, but people in general and, and those who are very gullible, people in general, I find have such a vulnerability and empowerment from people. I know myself as somebody um, who's a motivational and inspirational speaker. A lot of people who come into my inbox are very vulnerable people and I deal with them as such. There was a gentleman, I want to say maybe like last summer. I don't want to say like last fall, last summer um, was reaching out to me just in reference to like his mental health and just a lot of things that he was doing. And he had a lot of questions and I was so willing to grant him advice and gifts of love with, you know, nothing like he wanted to pay me, you know, like, you know, can I schedule a time to talk to you? I'll pay you for your time. I didn't see, I, I, I didn't need that. I don't need compensation to love on you, you know, when it's coming from that place. Now my services definitely do have a fee, you know, when it comes down to me publicly speaking, going out here and talking to people and doing all these things. Yes, there is a price for that. But when people come into my inbox with like small questions about podcasting or about anything like that, or just about life in general, maybe there's something that I post that they have a question about. I'm not ready to be like, oh, you got to schedule an appointment for such and such, or go buy my book for such and such, or go do this or go do that, or go, you know, to my web seminar for this or that, that vulnerability in people. I feel like there are so many people getting bought right now that it's ridiculous. And people will say like, well, you know, that's on them, but is it not also on the person that's preying upon these people? There are so many predators out here that are willing to go for gold be simone is one of those people and i'm not going to talk about her for too long but i don't know what kind of person she is as a person and i watched the um or part of the 85 self show episode that she was on recently and you know there were things that they were talking about and she was you know kind of stating her case that's fine my thing with B. Simone alongside a couple other people is that you know the demographic that is fucking with your company, you know, or you know the demographic that is following you on Instagram. Part of your publicist, part of your publicity, part of your marketing strategy, part of all that, because I run a business, part of your business your business idea, part of your business strategy, part of your business plan, even when writing it out, is you saying what demographic is most applicable to you. Where does your niche fit in? When I do motivational speaking and people come to me and they ask me to, you know, speak on their platforms or to speak at different events or whatever the case may be, or even going on people's podcasts, if I don't feel like there's anything that I can do for the show, or if I don't feel like there's anything that I can gift somebody or anything that I can give somebody um, for free, you, I don't, I don't feel like there's a need for me to be there because that's what you're asking me to do. You're asking me to do this for free. When it comes to being paid and being compensated, I still give a fuck about the person that's purchasing anything from me. For instance, merchandise. 
some people reach out to me like, you know, I really fuck with the, you know, with the ad libs and I really fuck with the, you know, the sayings and the mantras. That's perfect. Go purchase a shirt. Like those are the people that I'll push that towards, you know, shackle body care, people who have eczema, people who have um, issues with their skin, people who have small children, people who are looking for something all natural to put into their hair, people that are looking to feel good, people who like aromatherapy. Those are the people that I'm gearing my product towards, but there's nobody, I'm not just walking down the street and I see this lady. I'm like, oh, she must have a bunch of money. Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and give her my card. I care about my demographic of people. I care about the people that I come across. I care about the people that I do business with. I care about the people in my tribe. I care about all of that. And maybe I'm just cut from a different cloth. I find it so fucked up when there are these men out here. And I can't think of this gentleman's name that saved my life. But there's a gentleman out here who makes these videos for women about relationships, you know, and how to be treated by men, how men should treat you. Sir, I don't know shit about you. You know, like you could be dogging women. You don't post any of that. You're not even in a relationship right now. You're a single man. And that's not to say that a single man can't speak on what should be done in a relationship in the event that he was you know raised with some type of common sense or raised with some type of sense at all he can definitely give direction to people however i don't feel like a woman has to buy a 144 page book steve harvey he is the perfect fucking example of what not to do you wrote a book called act like a lady think like a man and you are literally the poster child for doing everything that you should not fucking do. You have been corrupting your fucking businesses in reference to your integrity. The way that you basically fucking talked down to Monique while she was on your show, the way that, you know, Steve Harvey has done women, you know, like, and it's not to say that people don't have a past, but my thing is that none of that was talked about in the book. It was just act like a lady, think like a man. I don't, I just, I don't like those behaviors. I don't like when people say like, okay, well, I see that there's a, I see that there's an issue here. There's a need for me to put this out, but there's nothing good coming from it. I have no problem at all with people getting rich off of people they feel can benefit. My issue comes from where you see that there's a, a certain type of gullible, uh, there's a gullible individual in that group so you prey upon that gullible individual and then all that gullible individuals peers everybody that's like that individual that's where you feel like you get your money's worth that's the person that you send the multiple emails to after they bought the first book they get the second book when you know that the first book isn't going to help them at all it's those people that you know have no game plan put in place and you continue you know continuously want to tell them get you know get money here do this do that so you're taking hundreds of dollars from them and what you're basically saying is that okay it doesn't matter what happens after the fact i've already gotten my money I don't want to do business with those kind of people there's a certain vulnerability in this empowerment that comes across in motivational speakers and and inspirational speakers Oprah is not somebody that I really want to take advice from given the fact that she has so much dirt in her life so much dirt has been thrown on her name for good reason there's certain people that I just don't want to fuck with I would personally I would rather do business with people like Cardi B because Cardi B she blatant like she's she's straight to the point in your face she says what the fuck is on her mind she has said shit that you know even she she feels like she doesn't have to apologize for and those are the kind of people that I respect people who are so fucking at the forefront of shit like in your face they don't give a fuck in your face they tell you exactly what they're thinking how they move whatever the case may be there's no audience that they're trying to prey upon 
they're not like, all right, well, since you like, you know, since you fuck with my music, go get my album. And they're like, okay. And then when the album comes out, she's like, all right, well then make sure you get the t-shirt. Like that's one thing. But it's another thing when somebody comes to you and their self-esteem is super low and you're like, all right, well to be a bad bitch, girl, you got to go get my book. And after you get my book, go get, you know, $350 bundles from my hair care line and go ahead and get these lashes. That does nothing for them as a person that does everything for the appearance, but that does nothing for the person inside them. They have things that they need to work on. So instead of you, instead of you referring them to a resource that they could benefit from what you did was you put them in a situation to the point where now they're doing all these things at surface value because that's really all you care about the surface value of their dollar that they're not going to be able to deal with the underlying the underlying situations that they experience and there are people out here that are to help that and y'all know who these people are it's just that you don't want to refer those people to them because you want that dollar the come up, the come up that comes from taking advantage of people is so high lately. It's, it's really odd to me and it's really disheartening to me and it's really disappointing to me. And I think about a lot of things when I do business with people, I look, I I want y'all to know this. If you have a small business and I have patronized that small business in any way, it's because I have the utmost respect for the owner from what I can see. And I, and I let people know if there's anything about you that rubs me the wrong way, even after I've purchased your product, granted, I've purchased your product before, but I will never purchase your product again. I'm just not doing it. I'm not. There are a lot of things that happen in in society nowadays that I just don't benefit from because it doesn't, it doesn't benefit me at all. And I see women who look just like me who want to benefit from it. For example, I'm a plus size woman. I'm a big girl. I wear a size like 20, 22. And women are out here waist training. I got other shit to work on other than my waist. I got a whole fucking belly. Like I need to lose that first. I don't have high cholesterol. I don't have high blood pressure. So those are not, you know, my focal points. I just need to get rid of my belly like that. I need to lose weight for health reasons, you know, like, and not to say that I'm not healthy, but most of the time when a big person needs to lose weight, it's because, or when a big person wants to lose weight, it's because of, of image and not necessarily health. My situation is health and not image. I'm going to look damn good. Like ass going to be poking like all that good shit. Yes. Yes. But the waist trainer is kind of like the easy fix that a lot of women go to because they see, they see, they see that that person looks a certain kind of way. So they feel like, oh, if I just throw the waist trainer on and I exercise and I work out, I'm going to be good. And I know, well, or even knowing that this person went and got their body done. You know, women out here with these real big asses and women like, oh, well, if I do enough squats, I'm going to look like her. You're not, you know, but then you tell them to go out and buy the ass firming cream that your company sell. No, it ain't shit, but a couple fucking crunched up coffee grounds and some cinnamon sticks. Like, it's just, I, I don't, I don't understand how people can sleep at night knowing that they do this to people. You know, and that's not for me to, to jog my memory or jog, jog my memory, jog my brain about. It's just disheartening to me. And I've always been that kind of person. I'm such a kind and loving person. I will beat you the fuck up, but I'm such a kind and loving person that I, I just, I don't understand how people do that to people. You know, like, I just, I don't get it. There are women out here who have alopecia and they just like, well, girl, throw a wig on it no or eat these gummy vitamins no you know there's more sugar in that shit than it is the actual fucking biotin um i started taking supplements recently like i've been taking cmos for i want to say probably almost six months now 
And CMOS does amazing things for me, like for my body, just the whole vitality. Like I feel a lot better. Um, and I started taking, I want to say that it's maca powder or maca. It's M-A-C-A, not matcha, M-A-C-A um, powder. I started taking capsules of that and it helped me with my endometriosis and my home, like my hormonal balances. I started taking ashwagandha. I'm not going to take that any, like that shit that shit different. Like what it did, what it did to me mentally was just like not good. Um, but I take the sea moss, I take the, the maca or the maca powder. I take apple cider vinegar. I take biotin. I take a probiotic. I take echinacea and I take vitamin D every day, every day I take these. And I take them for health reasons. I talk to an herbalist. I talk to my primary care physician. I talk to my gynecologist and I'm good to go. But there are people who put all this shit into one fucking pill and they're like, yeah, girl, go ahead and take it. It did wonders for me. But what they don't know is that you went to 14 therapists. You've been on fucking Lamictal for three years. You've been checked in and out of psychiatric wards. You've been through multiple abusive relationships. There was a lot that you had to do in order to get to the position that you're in now. But what you're telling them is as long as they take these pills, they can cut all that shit out and they're good to go. There's a vulnerability there, but what you did was you took that time to empower these women based on what the fuck, not what you've been through, but what you look like now, the end result. And you're allowing that to overshadow everything else. And you're just leaving out the details. That's weird to me. And I don't know how people do it. I really don't. And if there's any kind of advice that I could give to anybody today in reference to that is just to know the people that you are doing business with, know the company that you are spending your money with. I have stopped spending money with several people, even before all of this shit started, but before COVID came out, before 2020 became a thing for years, for years, I have not spent my money with certain companies and corporations. There are just certain business people, black owned businesses that I won't do business with. And it has nothing to do with them being black owned. It is the person that owns the business. There are Caucasian companies that I do not do I do not do business with white owned um white owned businesses Jewish owned businesses hair stores Asian owned businesses there are a lot of businesses I don't do business with there are companies high-end companies fortune 500 companies that will never get my money I have worked for a fortune 500 company they will never get my money I work for a company now that if I was ever in a bind and I needed that service I would go with another company for that service yes I work for the company I work under an umbrella of the company but the company within itself have issues everybody has issues and I'm looking to be honest, I'm looking to move around in the social services field because of that. There are things that I just don't agree with and it doesn't sit right with me that people will do this to people. And I feel like anybody who allows themselves to move through life, just being that individual and being able to prey upon them. I don't know how, I don't know how you sleep well at night. It's none of my business. You probably sleep like a motherfucking baby on an expensive goose feathered mattress, but that's not none of my motherfucking business. I feel so much more comfortable knowing that when my blessings and my abundance come, it comes in due time because I worked integrally and I worked so hard and I did everything that I was supposed to do honest. I did everything that was meant for me to do within my reason, the way that I want it done, the things that I find morally correct. And that is the thing that some people forget is that these people may feel like this is right. This is not immoral. immoral. They, they mean to do this. This is what the fuck they feel is good. That is good. If, if somebody else did it, they will be perfectly okay with it. That, so they, that might be why they sleep well at night. I don't sleep well at night knowing that this kind of shit goes on in the world. 
All I know is that when my time comes, when the abundance comes, where I'm able to sit upon billionaires who have, who've moved through life integrally once they've gotten their shit together, because nobody is perfect. I've done some shady shit in my life. I'm talking about after you've gotten yourself together, as you are starting to evolve and getting to know yourself and being this open individual and being transparent and admitting to your faults or doing all of these things publicly and trying your hardest not to do things illegally and trying, you know, hard not to do things immorally. When you do all of that, when those blessings and abundance come, it's a multitude and it's at such a higher level than what happened when you cut so many corners and you did so many people dirty like i i really hope that anybody in life who who doesn't do what they're supposed to do in the ways that they're supposed to do it i hope that one day you really discover the choice of change and how how amazing that feels and that you do the right thing Hopefully that day comes. If it never comes, okay. But I would hope, I would hope that that comes at some point in your life. Um, that's really all I got for y'all this week. <laughs> um, I think I've rambled on enough. If you guys, again, want to um, talk to me, if you guys want to be a guest on the show, if you guys want to come into the safe space and kick it with a wretched, righteous goddess like myself, um, just send me an email, chrbrianna at gmail.com, or you can DM me in, um, any DM, you know, as long as it's appropriate, D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S on any platform. And if nobody served you today, please let me be the first to say that I like you and I love you family. And thank you for rocking with me and supporting me and being here for me. I can't tell y'all when the next episode is coming out because I just don't know. Um, I love y'all. I love you and I thank y'all and thank you for just being who y'all are and supporting me and rocking with me and loving me. And I could thank y'all all day long and all night long over and over again, but I'm going to stop rambling. I love y'all. I'll talk to y'all later.